What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos. Junior. And Matthew Souza. Hello. Uh, and my cat is also in the room. So Bean's here. Bean, say hi. Okay, she was just meowing a few minutes ago, so Glenn and Susan can attest to that. But uh, I wasn't uh, there for that. Oh yeah, hey, yeah, uh, pay attention. Um, <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> um, baby, remember so, those episodes? Huh? <laughs> oh, so uh, guys, you know, normally Glenn, I'll let you take the floor. Uh, I think to start off this week because I got a tale of two different leagues, right? So I'm two and three. Jim Skip, and I'm two and three in the Westport League. Uh, and let me tell you, the Westport League, I lost. Uh, I played Amaral this past week. I'll be honest, as soon as Chris McCaffrey got ruled out, I was a little, a little nervous going to the game. And then uh, I kind of knew how the day was going to go when about, I don't know, probably a half hour, 45 minutes before kickoff, Devontae Parker gets ruled out. For an injury that he didn't even have all week, by the way. Um, so I had to pick up uh, Jesus Christ, it's Kendrick Bourne, off of the waiver waiver wire and start him as my second flex. So already not doing too great. Um, so by the end of the Sunday games, I was down by six, right? And I had started picked up Jared Goff this week because Baker Mayfield has been stuck in the fattest of dicks. And um, I started Goff. Thinking, you know, going against the Vikings secondary. Vikings secondary sucks. It blows. Um, and, you know, every quarterback's played against him, so relatively well. Start golf, right? Except uh, Baker. Yeah, except except Baker, right? Exactly, right? Baker's going against Chargers. Chargers have a pretty decent defense, right? So, and he's been having him playing well. He was awful against the Vikings last week. Should have had two touchdowns to OBJ. Missed him wide open both times. So, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go with Goff, right? Goff's had a pretty okay season so far. Go with Goff. Goff gets six points. Baker gets 23 on my bench. So, at this point, right, I'm down by six going into last night's games. I'm thinking, man, I could be up by 11 right now if I started Baker Mayfield. I had Hines. He had Hollywood Brown, right? So, obviously, as things end up shaking out, Hollywood Brown drops absolute fucking trowel, and I would have lost anyway. So, I'm not that mad, because I would have been even more mad if I left those points on my bench, and I lost. Now, in Jim and Skip, I was down by 17 going into last night's game, and I only had Michael Pittman Jr., and I needed him to get me 18, and he got me 19. And I was watching the game at the gym before I came here and I found out that he actually, because the Colts didn't get the ball in overtime, right? Okay, so I found out that he was the one what number is he? He's uh, 11. Okay, actually, never mind that. But still, because I was going to say, I think it was actually Pascal. Pascal caught the last ball for 15 yards before to like set up the field goal for the Colts to potentially win the game at the end. Yep. But still, very clutch performance from someone who I didn't think I was going to get it from uh, in Michael Pittman Jr. 
Something I was high on going into the season, so feels good for, you know, something to actually come true for once. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, GG's to, to Mr. Amaral. Um, another tough game against Jake Aronson this week, so. How was fantasy for you guys? Sunday might have been one of the most like peak days as far as sports go in my life. Cowboys kick fucking ass. Five of my fantasy teams kick fucking ass. And I'm going to talk about the fifth one uh, on Sunday, but then as we roll into Monday, the Red Sox fucking amazing on Sunday too, walking off. I texted Sousa probably about like 1 30 uh, AM on Sunday, well, Monday morning. And I said, today was 10 out of 10. I said, I get to watch football all day. Cowboys kicked ass. Red Sox kicked ass. I said, I'm going to win in five out of five of my leagues. That's where I was wrong. Because Jim Skip Mason, all I needed, all I needed was for the Colts to not suck. And what do they do, Mason? They sucked. They fucking sucked. Now, in this, this, this league, by the way, I know Craig, for some reason, has a hard-on for quarterbacks having six-point touchdowns. Uh, but guess who I fucking went against? Tom Brady. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun, yeah. Meanwhile, I got Ryan Tannehill fucking throwing to nobody. Um, so, yeah, that, that's fine. So, Tom Brady, regardless, my team's in good shape. All I need is for the Colts' defense to not suck. And in this league, Defenses start with 20 points and work their way down and up and down. Lowest you can get is zero. All I needed was seven points. I was giving them a 13-point cushion. And they were doing fine until the fourth quarter. And they blew it in an (laughs) overtime. And I ended up losing my three points. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I was like, thank Christ. Because in the Westport League, I had the Colts D. And I said, if this game is played on Sunday, I lose my matchup to JV because the Colts defense got me negative three and I beat JV by two points. My decision to sit the Colts defense after Sunday night football was the difference because if I would have went greedy and said, yeah, give me the money for the week and would have started them, I would have lost my matchup. So I, and those are the big brain plays that you need to make. In, are you listening, Mason? Yeah, in I am. fantasy football, because I'm that's what separates a good GM from a mediocre real, GM. Real quick, I'm trying to I'm trying to tire my cat out because she has been an absolute bitch the past two nights and keeps waking me up. I had to put her in a room last night. I don't like to do that. I love my cat. She's been a little asshole, right, Bean? Can I get a right? I don't think you can. I get a right. No, right. no proof of hearing a meow or anything. Damn it. What do you mean? She was just meowing a few minutes ago while you were talking. Didn't hear it. She was. I heard it. Yeah. Um, all I have to say about Sunday was Tom Brady, man. He's fucking crazy. That's it. He's got all the weapons and he throws to them and it's lovely. <laughs> He's got it. all the weapons. You sound like every caller on 985 The Sports Hub ever. Yeah, Tom Brady's got all the weapons, and he throws to him. What else can I say? <laughs> Expert analysis. <laughs> That's my guy. Um, yeah, no, Susan, it must be nice, you know, to have a quarterback. Uh, 
Yeah, literally. We can get you really good points. Imagine he's the number one quarterback, which is really nice, too. I had Tom Brady last year. It was fun. I had Tom Brady and Justin Herbert last year. Last year, I didn't have a fucking quarterback problem. This year, every fucking week, I start the wrong quarterback. Every week. Through five weeks in the season. You know why, Glenn? Why? Because I paid the price. I drafted a QB in the sixth round while you waited. That's what happens. I don't want to hear it, bro. Because I wanted Kyler. But I couldn't get him because Brennan's dumbass. There's other QBs you can take. Russell Wilson was there, I'm sure. Russell Wilson's out. Don't now. talk to me about him. Don't okay. talk. Okay. No, to be fair. That's a George from Seinfeld line right there. That's what you sounded like. <laughs> don't talk. To be fair, I had we had chances to grab quarterbacks, Mason, you know. Uh, I really wanted Jalen Hurts to pick the round I was going to get him. Fryer literally the, the who, two picks after me. Or who else but Fryer? Yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Hey, I got a question, Susan. If you're commissioner, can you make it so that rosters can only have two fucking quarterbacks? So I'm playing hmm. Amaral this week, and I look on his bench, and not only does he fucking have. Let me look. Not only does he have dumbass Aaron Rodgers, a fucking wannabe Jeopardy host, wannabe Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. Love that, man. Damn. He's got fucking Trevor Lawrence, and he's got Taylor Heineke. Meanwhile, I got the fucking uh, Durfee quarterback fucking playing <laughs> in my starting lineup. Jared Goff. When I ever texted you last week, Mason... And I saw you pick up Goff, and I was like, dude, I was like, just make a trade. I was like, I'll give you Joe Burrow, blah, blah, blah. And you said, no, nah, I'm going to roll with Goff. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> and then I, I see mean, the box score, and I get six points, and I was like, okay, Mason. Trevor Lawrence hasn't been that good. He's QB 24 after I his best week this week. don't care. And were you really going to start Heineke? Yeah, hey, that kid's Maybe. got balls. Yeah. You know what Jared Goff doesn't have? Balls. Skill. Oh. That's what. <laughs> He's on the Lions. Oh, my God. I don't care. He got 28 points the week before, but I started After the him. draw. It's funny because I sent that text out today in the, in the group chat. Yeah, but I saw that. This is I what went. I did at work. I went. I went. <laughs> That's what I did. I looked at it. I went, oh. I said... I said, I am a man seeking a settle and forget a quarterback. Um, we don't, ESPN doesn't give you the option to have trade blocks. Um, so mm-hmm. you got to, you got to, you know, advertise. You know, I need, a, I need a quarterback. And immediately after that, Emerald hits me up, goes, You want Heineke? You want one of my <laughs> seven quarterbacks? Did he uh, see that you said set it and forget it? I hope so. <laughs> because, you want Heineke? I said, not really. And he said, well, how about Lawrence? I said, no. <laughs> like, I'll take Zeke. <laughs> but it's just funny. It's funny you said Amaral because those two quarterbacks, like I said, were in my text today. So, um, yeah, it's – Good shit. Regardless of my QB woes, my team continues to get the job done against – honestly, did not expect to beat Amaral. Did not expect to beat JV. Huge. Now – now, Sousa, is where we start to go on a little bit of a run. Now is where you start to get nervous at the top of the division, neck and neck with Gomes. Because then you look, you look, you just pick over your shoulder. 
You take off your shoulder, right? What's that smell? I smell something. You smell. Oh, it's my ass. I haven't showered after the gym. I was going to say, I smell dirt burgers. You smell burgers. And how do they smell? Good. My ass? No. Your ass stinks, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, like, just bro. like your team. Oh, now we're getting personal. Oh, wow. That was a good one, bro. How long did that take you to come up with five fucking seconds? Bum. <laughs> Uh, I had hope for you, man. 2 and 0 was looking good. And then your team got the plague. I'm 2 and 3. It's not like I'm fucking 0 and 5. I know, but. Look, I mean, I could, I could be like Zach and not be able to buy a win, even though <laughs> fucking Lamar Jackson dropped Trout. That, that box six. score is one of the craziest I've ever seen. Literally, like. Ugh. Yeah, it's just wild. Um, he, he got the highest. He played against the highest scorer of the week. Yeah, that sometimes that's just really bad luck. Yes, yeah, that's what happened to me last week in Jim and Skip. I scored a lot of points, but Glenn just scored a few more, so they won. That's how it works. So what fantasy is, man? It is. Got to deal with it. We got both mm-hmm. punches. We got a lot to talk about today, so let's get into it. This is the news. With Sousa. Hit it. All right, guys. We got some news. Actually, before I get into it, I did get a friendly recommendation to change it to the news with Suze. How do we oh. feel about that? I like that. The news with Suze. Good old friend of the podcast, Jake Aronson, suggested that. Um, so I figured, you know, if I'm if he's letting me use his HBO Max subscription, the least I could do is is bring this up on the podcast. I like it. Mason, you watch Hard Knocks yet? <laughs> the sigh of disappointment from Mason. I'll tell you what. You, want, you should watch Hard Knocks because right there, that's the preseason, the foundation, the start of a Super Bowl team. Hmm. Bold. That's all I'm going to say. Interesting. Bold of you to think that they will beat the Bills. I said a Super Bowl team. I didn't say they could beat the Bills. <laughs> They'll see. Well, do you mean the Super Bowl winning team or a Super Bowl contender? See, see if, I, if I meant a Super Bowl winning team, I would have said a Super Bowl winning team. Oh, I said so you don't Super believe Bowl in that team. much? I don't know. They got a couple of weeks to prove it to me. By the way, we'll get to this after, but uh, we'll get to it after. Forget it. News with Suits. News of Suze. Here we go. Uh, we're gonna start off in Las Vegas land, mm. where we are gonna talk about the head coach change Ugh. from John Gruden to some schmuck. I don't know his name. I'm sorry. And oh, I don't sh- have it in front of me. Well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Because we don't know his name, obviously, we have to make it up. Just like they made up Dirk Mitchell's name. <laughs> we got to make it up. Uh, yeah, sure. It'll be Hugh Rection. How about that? Uh, can I get a Can I get a middle initial on that? G. Oh, so his full name is what, Glenn? A Hugh G. Rection. Nice. Okay. Um, so, Coach so, Rection. All right, that's our show, folks. Tune in next. Week. Yeah. 
So basically, really <laughs> topic's not huge erection. It's John Gruden. Emails of of uh, the past came up and were leaked. All the way going back to like 2011 to 2018, there was a span. And uh, basically just bigotry where he made, in emails, made uh, racist comments, uh, homophobic type comments, calling coaches around the league and Goodell the F word that's not fuck and uh, pussies was used in there too and some uh, racial uh, comparisons to players with involving players so obviously just not professional stuff that you'd want to see in your business if you're the NFL so he is going to actually no he did resign he didn't want to be a distraction I think was the quote that he said to the league so uh, so he's out and huge erection takes over. So I don't know. I guess the guy taking over has been under John Gruden for a while. So I don't really expect too much to on the offense, like their scheme, but there is a potential for it. So we'll see what happens. But that's, that's uh, one of the bigger news aside from injuries. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, actually I would, if I may, Glenn, I'd like to say something quick. Sure. I'm sick and tired of people saying, well, you can't, you can't cancel somebody for being a fucking racist, fucking freedom of speech, dude. No, dog. Okay. You are an employee of a private business, technically. Okay. The NFL is a business, which means they can terminate people at any point in time that they see fit. That is their decision. And also, I don't know. Maybe I want you guys to level with me here. This might be a revolutionary statement. So don't be a racist fuck. And it might not come back to bite you in the ass. I don't know. <laughs> Man, like that's that people, people are always like, oh, well, they're exposing private conversations. Yeah. Well, if you're a racist in private, you're still a fucking racist, dude. Like, like, <laughs> Like what the fuck? I don't I don't get it. I don't get like the the loops that and that people try to twist themselves into a pretzel. Be like, ah, you're canceling somebody for what they said fucking twenty years ago. Uh, I I don't know, man. I I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I I, I don't get it. The, the that fucking side of the argument. I mean, look. Yeah. Uh, I- John Green's like an electric personality, like as far as like his coaching goes, obviously he was very good in the booth, but I mean like also he's a multi-millionaire. Like, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over him losing his job. I mean, whatever. Sorry, sucks. Don't be racist. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with the the private business thing. Like companies, businesses have every right to to filter out who they don't want and the, to be in under them and their employees because they represent the image. So I have no problem with that. With uh, if, if the NFL decided to go out and fire him, he resigned himself, but if they pursued to fire him, I mean, it is what it is. So I see what you're saying there. That's a good take, Mason. Um, like I said, yeah, it sucks. Uh, I was a big fan of John Gruden. Like I said, his personality, uh, very electric. I just thought he was a good coach, great in the booth, like you said. Um, it's a shame is what it is. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, say anything more than needs to be said about it. 
Uh, he manned up to it. He resigned. I don't think he's denying anything. Just got to get better. That's it. Um, got to get better. So hopefully huge erection can can stay ma- mature. Yeah. And not name call. We're talking about huge erection, by the way. Yeah. So that's the that's the canon name we're going with, huh? But yeah, in, in fantasy, I I don't expect anything to to be a huge shift or anything like that. It's a hot like take. It. I think it's gonna go one of two ways. Okay. You're either going to see a spark in the Raiders that you've never seen before where they just start clicking on all cylinders and looking like a team to beat in the AFC, which is what I don't think will happen. Or you're going to see them fucking decline, take a downfall, be like one of the worst teams in the NFL. This is so funny. You're going to see them either be the best, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, I don't, Why, I, no, it, it's one of two ways. I don't know. I just got a feeling. It's one of those things where it happens. Like, okay, all this stuff is about your coach and your team. What are you going to do moving forward with it? You're still going to play football. You're still going to compete. Um, it can be something that motivates you going forward. Say, you know, we're the Raiders, regardless of how John Gruden is tied to our name. Let's be the Raiders. Let's move forward. We already had a good start to the season. We took a bad loss this week to Chicago. Bounce back. Move forward. Division still wide open. Um, especially with the Chiefs losing last week too. Um, or this could be something where morale's down. A lot of players believed in John Gruden. A lot of players didn't see that side of him, you know, and how are you going to bounce back from it? It's going to show the mental toughness of the team. And um, I think it's going to affect them in two extremes. Like I said, they're either going to rise from it or they're going to stoop low. And I hope they rise yeah. from it because I like the Raiders. Um, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, because there's a possibility that the play- current players like him and they like playing for him. And now that he's gone, it's going to take away from the morale to, to play at a good high level. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, from what from what everyone has ever said about John Gruden, he's a big players coach guy. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think a lot of times the only, like, I don't know, if, the, if John Gruden necessarily elevates the Raiders um, – but I see what you're saying, Glenn, where it's like, I, I would venture on the side of they're going to take kind of a nosedive as well. Because I think a lot of times when there's a coaching change and teams kind of come together, you look at it in the sense of like, oh, this team has been underperforming. The coach is like they have talent, but they can't put it together. The coach is the problem. And they fire the coach, and that's kind of like a spark plug that – ignites the team, puts them all in one direction, puts them on alert being like, oh, okay, like the coach is gone. We got to focus, whatever. But I think this is a kind of a different situation. So I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of right down the shitter, honestly, even though they got off to a pretty decent start. And and it's not – that scenario you just brought up isn't too common where guys come together after their coach leaves. I think that teams have a better chance of – rising up together with a personnel change. Like normally you see with quarterbacks, like if a quarterback comes in, teams rally behind him. They believe in the message they're doing. It's a lot harder when you have the head coach guy runs a whole team. Um, so see what happens. Yes. Yeah, so in injury news, there's a good amount of it. Uh, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, IR with an MCL sprain. So it's not, Season ending, but he's going to miss at least three weeks on the injured reserve. So expect Daryl Williams, expect Jarek McKinnon, expect headaches from the Kansas City backfield. 
Uh, they signed Elijah Moore today, I thought, to their practice squad, if I'm not mistaken. Not Elijah Moore, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Elijah McGuire? Yes, yeah. That's yep. what I mean. Oh, McGuire, <clears throat> I remember him. Elijah Moore is the rookie wide receiver for the New York Jets. On my bench. Yeah. Who sucks? <laughs> I wasn't going to say all that, but. No, no. Um, Dallas Goddard on the COVID IR list. Jimmy's dog. Did he, he played on Thurs- Thursday, so he's not playing this week. I'm pretty sure Most he like- has it. What, so COVID? fire up your Zach Ertz, right? Yeah, he has it. We got, we got the notification earlier today that he's on the COVID list. A couple hours later, uh, Dallas Goddard, who was placed on COVID-19 reserve today, tested positive. So that mm. sucks. That does suck. Raiders assistant coach Rich Bisecchia is expected to replace John Gruden. Huh. So there, there we go. Well, now so, I have a name oh, to match oh, the oh, face. Uh, uh, huge erection, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, already, we already said that. We already no said that. Coach Rection. Coach Rection? <laughs> coach Rection. So, uh, Gronk, Gronk who's been missing games with a rib injury, will be, quote-unquote, very close for Thursday night football. He ain't playing. He ain't playing. Bro, man has a punctured lung. What the fuck? He's coming back after first. two weeks. You heard it for hey, a game on Thursday night against the Eagles isn't necessarily a game he needs to be out there for. I would also argue that he doesn't sit this week, then he gets an extra week right. off of rest. You get 10 days. I think it would be stupid for them to play him, especially with the kind of weapon that he's been in the beginning of the season. I think you let, let him take a little bit extra time, get a little bit more healthy, come back, help your team out even more. Uh, and he already did to begin with, so you know. Yeah, because they they already have weapons, and Brady throws to them. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Speaking of Brady, he hurt his thumb, and I know oh. Glenn's probably gonna call him a bitch. He already <laughs> made, Thank there it is. Do you remember when it was? Do you remember when there was like stitches in it, and the camera kept trying to zoom in on it in the playoffs? Wasn't that like a thing? The yeah, Brady thumb it was against uh, narrative. I forget what team it was against. One of the years that they lost. Oh, I think that's my, what I lost. No, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't the week that they lost. I think it was the year that they lost to uh, the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Oh. Was, I forget who they played in the divisional round, but it wasn't a team that was super good, but he wasn't very sharp. And everyone was like, oh, it's Brady's hand. And then Belichick said uh, after the game, he's like, yeah, I mean, everyone knows how tough Brady is, but I mean, come on, it's not brain surgery or whatever the fuck he said, something like that. Uh, they were too busy Sa- looking at his hand, but they didn't see his full back. Uh, Saquon Barkley, low ankle sprain. Oh, if you saw the picture, you saw you didn't know if you're looking at his ankle or his thigh. Did you see it, Mason? Nope, and I don't want to. Oh, Who to needs you. knees? You need ankles, Jake. Oh, oh are you facing him. him next? So that'd be kind of funny. No, no, damn. I'm playing Jake Aronson. Oh, not Jake Fryer. Yeah, low ankle sprain could miss two to four weeks. So expect to miss him for at least two weeks. And uh, he's been nothing but a pain in the ass since his rookie season, huh? Very injury prone, it seems. And it's not good because we know how good Barkley can be. And he's just not able to stay on the field that long, which sucks. Yeah, Juju Smith, he's on IR, expected to miss the rest of the season after injuring his shoulder. 
So Deontay, Claypool, and maybe James Washington. Is Mason looking at pictures? How dare you send me that, Clint? How fucking dare you? <gasps> that is gross! That is gross! That's that his is ankle. so gross. I didn't know if I was looking at his ankle or Christmas ham. That's how thick that thing I'm was. I fucking dislike that shit. <laughs> it's not like you're watching it, like, bending at a 90-degree angle. It's just the aftermath. So oh, no, it wasn't Gordon Hayward laying on the ground. Like, go... the. One more wild part about that when Gordon Hayward broke his shit was when he they zoom in, he's like this. He's like this on the floor. He's like, man, I broke my ankle. And you look down, his ankles literally turn the his foot literally turned the other way. I was like. Or when Dak was trying to pick up his foot and like put it back together. Yeah. Oh. Like he's just like <laughs> fucking whatever, man. So yeah, those are big injuries. Obviously. Then there was injury scares like uh, Zeke had an injury scare. He was down. Um, was there something else? You mentioned uh, Russell Wilson? Oh, yeah, Russell Wilson. Thank you. I'm not seeing that on here. His finger, middle finger, got fucked up. And he's expected to miss a lot of time. Like, I, I'm hearing, like, it takes at least, like, four weeks just to repair the tendon. Never mind. Let the rest heel or whatever he could be i gotta find his name i think it was six to eight weeks but i also saw a report from Schefter on twitter that like his doctors and team officials think that the timeline might be shorter for him than that so i mean we'll see uh obviously huge hit to metcalf and lockett stock there uh seahawks players in general um even chris carson i think you know because um, Russell Wilson's kind of the heartbeat of that offense, and you take him out, and uh, that's that's a big problem for them. Yeah, and they – so the Seahawks have a week nine bye, which means they have three games, then the bye. So that would be four weeks. So maybe he comes about back after the bye against Green Bay, which they might need him to if they don't have a good record going into Green Bay. But – I don't know. I don't see him coming that soon. And then almost, it's already week five. So if it's like as bad as eight weeks, that's week 13. You're getting ready to, you're going to start him his first week back, first round of the playoffs, maybe. Yeah. Sketchy stuff. I think they honestly might just call it with him because if you think about it, uh, depending on their record, that, that division is very competitive. Obviously, you see, uh, you know, both the Rams and the Cardinals, even the 49ers uh, with their struggles. Uh, oh, that's another injury, Trey Lance, as well. Trey Lance sprained his left knee, and it says he might be out versus Indy. Jake was trying might. to trade me Trey Lance last week, and uh, I, I love fantasy so much, man. Just like the league we've been in now, we're going on ten years, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Through the years go, you start to pick up on people's tendencies and their tactics when they're trying to negotiate a trade, um, when they're trying to, you know, get inside your head about something. And it's just funny. Like, it's funny how certain players in our league react. I'm not going to say any names, but how certain players in our league react to hearing one thing from somebody, hearing something from another buddy. And it's just, uh, 
it's funny. It, it's just I just laugh. It's it's a good time. How invested our league is from player one to player fourteen is uh, it's special, and I'm 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 proud of it. But it is so entertaining, especially during a boring ass work day to just check my phone and see you know. What's stirring the pot in the league? <laughs> Fake news posts of someone missing the rest of the season. Classic. Yeah. Among other things. Classic. Um, uh, Justin Fields underwent tests today on his left knee. He hyperextended it on Sunday. But sources say he should be good to go. So he might so, be. I don't, I don't even know. I honestly don't even know who the starter is going to be. But that's the news. That's the news. John Brown. Is, signed uh, with um, Broncos signed John right. Brown. Right, JV has had on his bench all the time, waiting for this day. Pops to JV, man. Seems a wagon, but seems two and three also. Yeah, he has he has bad luck with that stuff. Uh, guys, before we before we talk about the stellar stars, can I just want to? This isn't even. This is a quick aside. Um. I think the most frustrating player I've had on my team in probably a long time. Uh, and that is someone saying someone who's won the toilet bowl four times. Uh, one of the most frustrating players I've ever had to deal with is fucking Damian Harris. My God, dude. This dude was fucking inches away from having his breakout game. Two touchdowns, like 100 rushing yards. And he fumbled at the fucking inch line. Oh, that was brutal. No, dude, it's so frustrating because he's not a bad running back. But I mean, fucking Christ, dude, hang on to the ball. Yep. The guy's carrying it like it's a loaf of bread. Only one person has ever been successful doing that. That's LaShawn McCoy, and he's retired. So that's it. Don't fucking do it, okay? And he's retired because of it. That's what you made yeah. it sound like. <laughs> Look at him now. He's retired. <laughs> Danny anyway, Harris was limited with rib and chest injuries, but yeah. Tess ruled out anything significant, and he's described as day-to-day. He'll be fine. He, he, he exited the game with the chest injury stuff, but he came back, so he'll be okay. It's just frustrating because, you know, he I, I believe in him. And I think he's the best running back that the Patriots have. But it's just like, dude, you got to fucking step up with the opportunities that you have. I know the offensive line hasn't been good. But, I mean, last week against a shit team, you know, say what you want about the Texans. That's an opportunity to, you know, get yourself going a little bit. You know, get in a groove. Get, get, get yourself going in a forward direction. You know, go up from there. But – Instead, he just keeps faltering right before he's able to establish himself as being the fucking workhorse back on the Patriots. And it's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I own Harris in a couple of leagues, too, and it is. Um, but we move on to people who are actually good. <laughs> nice. Like a week five, stellar stars of the week. Brought to you by Radio Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
<sighs> so last night, last night I had a plethora of stellar star of the week worthy candidates. But I'm going to go with one that was simply insane. Uh, does Glenn know that he's muted? You just muted it. I just muted it by accident. I had to burp. <laughs> I had to burp. So no. I muted my burp. Bro, you just got to let that shit rip into the mic. We're not that professional. Oh, right, you're right. Next time, <laughs> next time I'll let it rip. Just I'll fucking. Look. My stellar star of the week is Lamar Jackson from Baltimore Ravens. Um, last night, Lamar, he went off. I mean, we're talking. In half point PPR, I guess it doesn't matter in any anyone. He had 400, oh, 400, Jesus. He had 41.88 fantasy points on 442 passing yards, four touchdowns, 62 rushing yards, and a two-point conversion. And it's not what he did specifically. It's fucking how he did it. Lamar Jackson's the first quarterback to complete 85% of his passes in a 400-yard game. He's the first QB with 400 yards passing, 50 yards rushing, no interceptions, and four touchdowns. All right. I'm just I'm just reading it off. Anyway, uh, and he has he the also... highest completion percentage in a 40 pass game. Wait, 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 wait. I thought he can't throw. That's what I thought too. I thought he was a running back. I thought he was a running that's, back. Yeah, that's, that's what the internet said. But he can. And I think the craziest stat of them all is that Lamar Jackson has a total of 1,860 yards, which is more than 18 NFL teams this year. Wait, 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 wait. No, hold on. What are you talking about? Say that again. Passing and rushing. Total yards. Passing and rushing. Okay. He has 1,860 total yards, which is more than 18 NFL football teams this year. Wow. Passing total. and rushing combined? Yeah. Total yards. That's he has more crazy. than 18 different teams. And that's more than half. Yep. He's fifth so, in passing yards in the NFL, eighth in rushing yards. So are you saying he's good? No, I'm not saying he's good, Sousa. I'm saying he's stellar. Oh, Mar nice. Jackson, my stellar star of the week for week five. So my stellar star is someone who he's, he's throwing the ball to, who he's been throwing the ball to, and this Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown. Now – I could have gone many different directions. There are many players who have done better than Marquise Brown this week, but I want to talk about him specifically. This week, he had another great game. 29 fantasy points and half PPR. That is nine receptions, 125 yards, and two big old TDs. We love him. Big old. But what's big about Hollywood Brown is that he is nasty. Like, 
for fantasy right now. He is very consistent. He has one bad game of 7.8 points, but that was the game where he dropped like four touchdowns of like 50 yards or more. If he caught just one of them, he would have had another 15 point plus game. And that's all he's been doing this year. 16 points, 20 points, 17 points, week. 29 points. And but the one week that he plays Glenn, <laughs> he plays seven, he puts 7.8 points. But again, he had more than more than enough opportunities to catch like a 50 yard touchdown. And if you go back to last year, um, from week 12 last year, 16 points, 12 points, 12 points, 12.8 points, 10.5 points, 18 points. And then coming into this year, all double digits. So like riding from the end of last year into this year, he's stepped up. He, he has been inconsistent prior to this, like beginning of last year, 2019, 2020 was kind of a bust. We expected big things. It was just boomer bust, mostly bust. But at the end of last year, going to this year, he's been remarkably consistent. And I feel like he's not getting the credit. He's not getting the praise that he deserves. So here I am, underlining that. I'm giving him the praise that he deserves. Sounds like you're ball washing him. Yes, but he deserves a good ball washing. I agree with that. We all do. All right. Who's going to wash my balls? He just got back from the gym. That's a good point, Susan. I'm sorry. I just pointed at my cat. Oh. Mason, your stellar star. Uh, my stellar star is also going to be a Raven, and this Jeez. is not a coincidence. We talked about this before. Spoiler alert. Uh, is this the? Is this the? Uh, I was going to say stellar Raven podcast. Yeah, Ra- Raven Stellar podcast. That uh, sounds better. I Mark Andrews is my stellar star of the week. Um, so. Obviously, I mean, like you guys just said, the Ravens' offense absolutely exploded last night. Um, and Mark Andrews did the thing that you know Mark Andrews can do. Uh, maybe not to this extent, we thought, but um, you know, he had 11 receptions for 147 yards and two TDs, man, totaling for 36.2 fantasy points. And a two-point conversion. And a two-point conversion. Kind of crazy when you think That's about insane. it. That's insane. Kind of dumb. Kind of stupid. Um, but, yeah, Ravens popped off last night. Um, in an exciting fashion. Nice comeback victory on Monday night. Ravens moved to 4-1. and one. They're for real, Susan. Think? Yeah. Yeah, Lamar is proving to be more than a running back. And think, you think we'll get more than half a billion? No. Because he doesn't make sidearm passes or no-look passes. But he, he makes just, jump throws. He makes jump passes. But he also hasn't won a Super Bowl. Yet. Yet. What the hell is that? I don't know. Mason's off camera, and now his cat's screaming in pain. So one can assume. He's raping his cat. Raping? I, I can't rule it out, but I'm not going to say that. What a sick bastard, bro. So, what's next? Well, that was Stellar Stars of the Week brought to you by Ready to Rumble by British Fish. job that you man woman started. Uh, what's next is Susan. I don't know if you know what week it is. 
It's week six. You know what happens on week six? The beginning of bye weeks, which uh, is important. No, it's not what happens. I guess it is what happens, but it's not what I was referencing. What happens on week six in 2021? Uh, NFL players wear pink. No, we're, we're past that. We're past that. Um, Mason, can you help me out here? Can I, can I phone a friend? You are phoning Mason. Of course, Mason, Mason, I, Mason I have, wasn't paying attention. Oh, I know. Mason, I have a question. I, I'm using my lifeline here. I got to ask it to you. Okay. Hey, what happens now that it's week six? What does that mean? Now that it's week six? Yeah. In 2021. Five star, baby. No, you guys, are, you guys are both fucking idiots. Oh. In week six of 2021. Wait. Cowboys play the Patriots? Yeah. Thank you. There we go. I mean, that too, but. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. I thought you oh. meant from a more, you know, grand perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here. I did too. Yeah. Now, Susan, I know this really doesn't concern you because it's not like it's Cowboys playing the Lions. Oh. But, Mason. Yeah. This Sunday, I plan to be in your mom's basement. Watching, it's know. my mom and my dad's basement, man. Come on, give my dad some respect, bro. Come on, <laughs> Scotty B's basement, too, Scotty, man. Scotty B's basement. Come on, the boy in parents' basement. That sounds so wrong out of context, by the way. I'm gonna be in your parents' basement. I'm gonna be in your parents' basement. Football. Tied up. Straight <laughs> uh, hole. Wait, what? What did you say? Me? Me or him? Yeah. I, said, I said chained to a pole. Oh, what did you say? I said tied to a radiator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I would be in a parents' basement. wavelength. Watching the Dallas Cowboys whoop that ass. And it's not this even is, fair. It's, oh, oh, it's not even fair. No, it's not even fair. Now that we suck, now that we don't have Tom Brady anymore. Yeah, glad you can have a win. Mm. We're, yeah. we're the underdog. <laughs> it, probably won't, it probably won't be competitive, so it's not going to be as fun. And Glenn, I'll be honest. If the Cowboys don't beat the Patriots by 30, then they're a fucking fraud team. Okay? Does that mean the Bucks are a fraud team? They are. Yes. No. What? The, the Chiefs are frauds. Kansas That's frauds. for sure. Hey, Craig, Chiefs suck. Too. You hear me? What? I, I just said it. The Bucks are a fraud team, too. That's a bad team. Hmm. Their secondary sucks. That's about it, though. Their offense is good. Overrated. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, Cowboys and Patriots this weekend. I'm excited. Did Panacho say he was going to the game? Yeah, he did. He did. But do we believe it? I believe it. He doesn't usually lie about stuff like that. That's true. Um, I'll write that down. It's gonna be anyway. It's gonna be exciting. Oh. Um, finally, if everything goes right, get to see the Cowboys beat the Patriots because it has been a long time, and I mean long, long time. It's been such a long time. It's been over twenty years. In case you guys didn't know that. 
since the Cowboys beat the Patriots, has they played them? Since they beat the Patriots, they play like every six years or something. Every four is that how it works? Every four, but now with the seventeenth game, this was the extra game on their schedule. They normally wouldn't have happened this Ooh. year. All right. Well, um, Glenn, best of luck to the Cowboys. Obviously. Oh yeah. Didn't they play him? But it was in Dallas. No, so we like went to the last game. Yeah, dang it. Like two years ago in that monsoon. Oh my god! All right, that's right. Remember that when you put when you put napkins in your shoe? Dude, that didn't do shit. <laughs> the only reason I, remember, I always forget that you did that, and then I look at the picture that I posted on my Instagram. You took a picture? No, remember I I posted a picture of all of us. And the and if, we did go to that game. If the caption. Yeah. The caption on my Instagram is Sousa's socks got wet, so we put napkins in his shoes, like, and then a bunch of question marks. And that's it. Not that we went to a Patriots game. Not that we went to the Patriots versus the Cowboys. That's my caption, by the way. And I was honestly – I thought about us that game, too, when the Patriots played the Bucks because that was a big game, and it was pouring. And I'm like, fuck that. Been there, done that. Glad I'm not there spending $1,600 for a ticket. Yeah, but the difference is the Patriots were playing the Bucks and it was raining, but it was like 50 degrees. When we went, it was like 30. <laughs> it was and, Or like 20, and we were freezing our balls off and as every, well as being wet. Literally, we didn't even sit. We stood the whole game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, was... I bought my, bought my Patriots beanie because my head was freezing cold, which I still have. Nice hat. Yeah, that yeah, was good times. Um, but this time, going to be a little different. I don't know what the weather likes on Sunday, but hopefully it's not a monsoon. Well, you know what they say? You got to take the good times with the bad, right? Take the bad times with the good. And for every stellar star, you got to take the bad. And the opposite end of the spectrum for a stellar star is fuck of the week. Mm. Brought to you by... PB and J Lube. I could have yelled louder, but I didn't want to scare the shit out of out of Megan because she's here right now. So, oh. uh, <laughs> does she know what you just do it? What you just did though? Uh, maybe. She's thinking you know. just stubbed your toe. Uh, possibly. I'll talk to her about it after. Do but, you scream like that? Like, has she witnessed that side of you? Uh, I mean, yeah, we're we're both dummies, so she's probably texting her friend saying, "I think he has anger management issues." <laughs> Or he really just stubbed his toe. Every time I come over and he's recording the podcast, he screams, fuck. He always stubs his toe. Yes, I know his fantasy team sucks, but geez. (laughs) Uh, No, so, uh, yeah, so it's Fuck of the Week. Brought to you by PBJ Lube. You're going to get fucked. Might as well use Lube. And uh, this week's Fuck of the Week is... uh, We have have an honorable mention after this, by the way, for someone... uh, I don't think it applies to the normal parameters of fuck of the week, but we talked amongst ourselves before the podcast. We figured we should include him regardless. Uh, but this week's fuck of the week is Chase Edmonds. Um, so, you know, based on what he's been doing and what he's been touted as, uh, you know, this is his worst week so far. And by a long shot, the Arizona Cardinals offense as a whole did not have a good day. Uh, Kyler Murray may have fucked many people this week um you know but by kyla murray standards still had an okay game still got 10 more points than jared goff sorry ass anyway uh so you know he had 2.9 points chase Evans had 2.9 points this week 
Uh, he had three receptions for 19 yards and six carries for 15 yards. So not good. Uh, 2.9 fantasy points, like I said. Um, you know, ultimately, Cardinals get the win against uh, division rival in 49ers. You know, can't really predict divisional games. They're a little bit, they're a little bit uh, difficult to predict. So sometimes stuff like this happens, you know. Breaking news. Uh, Gronk is out, just like I said he'd be. Damn, Glenn called it. Somebody yeah, hired me. He ain't playing. Hey, I also <laughs> said he'd be out, though. Oh. I didn't say shit. Yep. Um, good. Yeah, Ch- right, I'm Ch- chasing him this week. Chase Edmonds uh, was questionable to play this week. He ended up dead playing. Part of me wishes he just fucking stayed out so I could have started somebody else. Because um, it's essentially like he didn't play. So, thanks, Chase. Thanks for that. Um. Yeah. I'll write him a letter. Thank you, Chase. Very cool. Just kidding. That fucking sucks. Do better. Um, so honorable mention fuck of this week, fuck of the week this week. A little bit, a little bit different sort of deal. So, um, you know, uh, another fuck of the week we thought, uh, you know, it was a little bit tough, right? So Chase Evans still had 2.9 fantasy points. You know, usually we go for guys that are like sub one or, you know, negative or something like that. We look for guys like that, but Chase Edmonds, ultimately, 2.9. So he went with him. However, there's another person that fucks people this week. and But it might not be in the way that you would normally assume. Uh, so, honorable mention, Miles Gaskin, right? So this guy, average ADP, going on what? Second, third round, right? Third round running back. Uh, you know, usually drafted as an RB2. And throughout the... The beginning of the season, he's been, I think we can say, subpar. Some might even say garbage. I would Uh, say dog water. I would say free, freer than than a free sample at Costco. Fucking guy, earnings check? Wait, you have none. Uh, He stinks. Okay? He has. Bad. So, in week one, Against the Patriots, he had 10.1. Week two, 6.6. Week three, 8.9. Fucking week four against Indianapolis, 0.3. He was our fuck of the week. He was, yeah, he was fuck of the week. He was fuck of the week last week, right? So I think by this point, a lot of people probably thinking in the same vein, man, fuck this guy. I'm tired of this shit. I drafted this dude to be my running back two, and he should be my bench number two. Because he fucking sucks, okay? And then you put him on your bench because Brendan did it this week. Someone in one of my other leagues, the 12-man league, dropped him, okay? (laughs) My man against Tampa Bay, okay? The team that the fucking Damian Harris rushed four times for negative one yards, okay? Miles Gaskin had 26.9 points. Five carries. 25 yards, 10 receptions for 74 yards. So my man goes from fuck of the week to a potential stellar star of the week. Just like that. When people, a lot of people, I'm sure, have probably had it up to here with this guy. So, and here's the thing. You'll put him in this week, and guess what? He'll probably get five points. And you're going to be like, what the fuck, dude? So, you know, not a fuck of the week in the traditional sense. But Miles Gaston, honorable mention. 
Yeah, yeah the fact not, that he was sat in a 14-man league goes to show that he was probably sat everywhere. Yes. Yeah, it's um, your typical fuck of the week is usually like an anal penetration. That's why you need lube. You know, you gotta lube it up. This Miles Gaspin fuck of the week is more like um, more like shaving your pubes going out to get laid, but you don't get laid, and then you didn't have to cut them off. No, this is like oral, but with teeth. <laughs> but with teeth. <laughs> oral, but with teeth. Well, no, because you're fucked by not getting the action. That's what's that's what you're really getting fucked. No, by no, no. Honorable mention means you are getting the action, right? He's he's still doing well, but you're not actually getting anything out of it. So is it like it watching someone else on your bench? Like a hand job with sandpaper. I guess no. yeah, that, that's a good comparison too. Like, no, Susan, that's that's cucking. That's completely different. But but like this is a fantasy podcast. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, that was fuck of the week. Brought to you by PP and J Lube. You're gonna get fucked. You might as well use Lube. <laughs> Moving on. Oh goodness gracious! I love this show. You never um, know what you're gonna get. Nope. I tell you what you're gonna get. You're gonna get pigskin pickums. And boys, who the fuck is typing an essay MLA format right now? All right, I will. God damn, oh, dude. shit. Fuck. Guys, got a paper dude tomorrow morning. Can't wait till the podcast ends. <laughs> I had a good week in the pickums this week. I'm right on your ass, Glenn. Hmm. In fact, me, Craig, and Tebow's 1995s on your ass. Yeah, so about about these pigskin pickums, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I still. We still don't know. <laughs> we still who don't. The fucking mystery man is fucking ESPN four seven three two five six nine six nine six picks five. Yeah, that that son of a bitch hasn't showed his face yet. This guy. We, you know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna. We've already called him out. Hey, ESPN four seven three two five six nine six picks five. You're a coward. I'm gonna say yeah. it. You're a coward. Capital C. And the C Capital doesn't stand C. for coward. Yeah. You're a coward, pal. Bitch. Show your face, loser. Asshole. Yeah. I lost some rounds. You know, specifically because I broke I uh didn't break my my um the my seal? friend of not oh. no. I I picked I picked the the uh Jets. Because I said I would never pick the Falcons all season. And, oh, uh, yeah, I think I picked it just with you, and we were wrong. It is. By seven points, they had a chance. Yeah. They had no chance. If you watch that game, they had no chance. <laughs> um, oh, man. But we're on to week six. Okay? Yeah. Thursday Night Football. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 4-1. and one, Traveling to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Eagles are two and three, looking for a little win streak to put together here after beating the Carolina Panthers last week. They're going to get that win, Susan? No, because the Bucks are not frauds. They're not frauds, but the Eagles aren't good. Bucks, Bucks win. Eagles suck. Move on. Right. Bucks Fair win. enough. 
Move on to Sunday morning. Uh, Mike, we got no fucking London game. It's 9.30 in the morning. Dude, why does the NFL make the absolute shittiest teams play in fucking London? Because it's I don't London. get it. Yeah, but what about it? Don't, if you want to make your sport a worldwide sport, why would you be like, yes, let's show them the worst our league has to offer? Like, Imagine looking at... Because even bad football is still good football. Yes. Yes. Um, maybe, maybe, hear me out. Mm. They send bad offenses out there to increase the likelihood that they only kick field goals because they can't finish the drive, and Europe loves kicking the ball. How about that? No. I disagree. Uh, guys, Jacksonville going to get their first win this week? No, because two is back. Oh, he is? Okay, yeah, the Dolphins. You know, when I saw this matchup, I'm like, oh. How convenient! They're both in Florida. Even if you're even if, even if it's a away, there. even if it's an away game, you don't really have to go that far. Oh wait, it's in London. <laughs> wait, they're traveling halfway across the fucking world. <laughs> it's um, not high in London, that's for sure. I'm gonna go with the Jags in this one. I forgot what you guys said. I said two is back, activated on IR this week, so he's eligible to play Sunday. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. You can't bet against Miles Gaskin. So I'm going Dolphins. I'm going Trevor's first win. Brendan did. Yeah, he did. The Green Bay Pack attack. By the way, Packers and Bengals last week. Did you see that game? Yeah, none of them wanted to win. Yeah, I they were that. They were playing Nobody they were both playing to lose. Wanted to win that fucking game. Unreal. I've never seen kickers shit the bed in one single game like that ever. I did. There was Jason Crosby did that a few years ago. Yeah, but I'm saying both kickers. Yeah, four attempts to win the game all missed until the fifth one. Crazy. Bad. I'm taking Packers. the Packers, though. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. <laughs> no, the Bears, the Bears are three and two. Who saw that coming? Not me. Hey, not me. Guys. Packers. Packers. Guys, Packers, guys. It's going to be the pack. Goal, pack, goal. All right, Go Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> and the Detroit Lions. Susan, when are your Lions going to get a win? Not this week. It's the Bengals, baby. <laughs> I so when so the Lions were driving to go to actually tie the game. So you'd think so they have a chance to tie the game, go to oh. overtime, potentially win it. And I knew I should have said it. I should have called my shot earlier, but I knew like there's no way they're winning this game. They score the touchdown. I'm like, all right. They, they, they did it. They just got to keep the extra point going overtime, but they're not winning this game. They're going for two. I'm like, oh, well, here's how they're not going to win. They're going to miss the two-point conversion. They get it. They actually get it. They take the lead. There's not a lot of time left. And I'm still saying to myself, they're not going to win this game. And they didn't. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> fucking win the game. Yeah, I mean, heartbreak oh, after heartbreak every yeah. fucking week with the Lions. I mean, First of all, the Lions should have never been in that situation because Madison is a Dumbass. Literally, all you got to do is land on the ground inbounds. Why are you fighting for extra yardage? Why are you trying to fight for extra yards when you know that the defense is going to try to cause a fumble and strip the ball from you? Just fall down. Fall down. I agree. Um, you, know what I led, mean, you know what happened? DeAndre Swift scored against me. Oh, they still won. I know, but I'm just saying, at the time, I was fucking heated. But you still won. So Mason doesn't want to hear it. All right. 
He still won. Uh, Lions not winning though. They're the Bengals are. They're the Bengals. You get drove on by Kirk Cousins. You suck. You suck big time. You suck. You suck big, big ones. Yeah. If so. you can, if, I'm just saying someone needs to make a compilation video of all these heartbreaking Lions losses because if if someone doesn't or if it's not already out there, then I'm going to have to make it. All right. Uh, speaking of suck, Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts at the bottom of the division, both one and four. Actually, they're not even at the bottom of the division. Jaguars are at the bottom of that division. Yeah, I mean, that division stinks, man. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts this week because – even though they're one and four, I feel like the Colts have played relatively well. Colts are one last night. Well enough to beat the Texans. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles Rams are four and one, going to New York to face the Giants. Rams, bro. Do we even have to talk about this one? Yeah, just lost Saquon. Daniel Jones uh, knocked himself out because he thinks he's Kyler Murray on bootlegs instead of just sneaking it like a normal quarterback. Um, Holiday's out, Shepard's out, Slayton's out. Kadarius Tony. Beast. But punches helmets and gets his head hit on helmets. He's not out yet, is he? I, I thought he was. I thought he got hurt. That's why he was fucking. Guys, we're spending way too much time talking about the Giants. It's he the heard Rams. It. He They're hurt himself on the play. Hey, so but... I'm sorry. This stuff should have been covered in the news and wasn't. Because he's not that hurt. He's, he came back to that game, I believe. The Giants. Stink. So we're picking the Rams, what you're saying. We're taking the Rams. We know who else stinks? The Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> um I'm I'm ta- look, I'm taking the Chiefs. Because like, you know, yeah. if you get you can know there's like it's the Chiefs and the and, and the Redskins are oh my oh! god. Dollar in the jar, fuck. Clip it, clip it, saving it for five years. Oh my Something god. Like- they're going to expose me like John Gruden. <laughs> Fuck. A, can't believe you said that. Where's the jar um, anyway? Who's going to land on free parking? I, I don't know. Um, and Free parking. Um, I mean, Washington, Washington stinks, man. But so does Kansas City. They have the same record. Therefore. Therefore, they must both stink. Yeah, simple defense. math, Craig. I don't make the rules. It's, it's literally – really It's literally – it's it's basic math. If A equals B and B equals C, A equals and C. A equals C. There you go. Huh. You know who else is two and three? The Patriots. Patriots. You know who sucks? The Patriots. They're so four. Kansas City has the same record as as the Redskins. Fuck! I did it again. Oh my oh, god! Man. It, it's exponential. Now it's four. Oh no! Uh, Cancel this, dude. It's Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City Jesus has the Christ. same record as the football shut team. Down. And the football team has the same record as the Patriots. Kansas City has the same record as the Patriots. And, and they the all Vikings. suck. And the, the Vikings. Vikings. The Vikings and, e- and Eagles. And the Eagles. And so Pinocchio. many bad teams. <laughs> and Fryer. And, and me. And, and, and Mason. Mason. So Chiefs equals Mason. Chiefs are just as good as Mason. In fantasy. Jesus. But I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah. If they lose, I, man. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. I'm picking the Chiefs, but. Give me the Chiefs. Because, I mean, Jesus. They While we're still on the out. Chiefs, I do have to talk about Tyreek, who suffered a minor injury. Big, big name player right there. Good. However, unlikely to miss time. Oh, that's good. 
great. They don't expect him to miss time. But. Yeah, good. So I can keep putting him in my lineup, and he can be keep being a fraud in my lineup. What did, get, what did you get last week? Like fucking seven points or something, 11 points, something like that. Oh, well, that's a big difference. Tyreek got 11. Oh, oh yeah, Diggs got 7.9. Sorry. Didn't Diggs get hurt? No, I don't think so. He was out there so dancing, celebrating on the sideline like they just won the Super Bowl. Cause oh. Because they beat the Chiefs in fucking week five matchup and you can't beat them in the AFC Championship. Don't take this away from no, him. I'm, I'm going to take it away. Because, I mean, come on. I get it. It's the Chiefs. But Craig's got a point. Every fucking team that beats the Chiefs wants to celebrate like they won the goddamn Super Bowl. And I told Craig that. I said, it just comes with the territory. I said, you're that team now. High expectations for the Chiefs. High expectations when a team plays you. If they beat you, they're going to celebrate like they beat a good team. It just so happens that your team fucking sucks. So that's just that's just how it is. Yeah, it's just it's like, like the same thing team... happened with the that's Patriots. Exactly. Tom Brady. That's that's been the only the difference is years. is that Patrick Mahomes can't even put on the same shoes that Tom Brady is putting on. You know what I mean? Patrick Mahomes doesn't Brady fill Crocs. Uh, Crocs. Yes, sure. I believe. Let's go with that. Oh, um, I just wanted to say something that would 100% trigger Craig, and I know that that would. So, yeah. yeah. See, the thing, if you beat the Chiefs, the Chiefs you would expect to be in the Super Bowl. They've won a Super Bowl, so if you could beat the Chiefs, that means you can win the Super Bowl. But the mistake is that you think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, uh, they're, they're not because they have the same record as the Patriots. The Patriots stink, which means they must stink by proxy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Craig's uh, driving into a tree right now. Yeah, literally. Craig has a the white white knuckle grip on the fucking steering wheel at ten and two, and no, he's know driving. What? He's gonna drive it through no, the doing, face of my apartment. He's he's doing that Ryan Howard meme from the office, taking fucking notes. Oh yeah, yeah. he is. He is. Yeah, right he's gonna call me. He's gonna say, right "Shut the fuck up, Susa. You're zero five lines. I don't care. You back out of trades. Give me blue balls. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we we have bring up that trade after two. Um, okay. Anywho. Viking, let's yeah, let's blow through these picks and pick them. Vikings and Panthers. Panthers. Give the, uh, the Vikings. Give no. the Vikings. McCaffrey is supposed to be back this week. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Panthers, you should. They they need to bounce back after that horrendous performance. I don't give a fuck. Chargers versus Ooh, Ravens. Chargers and Ravens. It's a good game. I am taking the Chargers. <clears throat> Ravens. Yeah, give me the Ravens, Suze. I'm with you. Most people pick the Chargers, though. Interesting. Most people are sheep. Huh. Sheeple. Uh, whatever. Yeah. You are. Cardinals, 5-0. Last undefeated team in the league uh, going against the Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm taking the Browns. Uh, Cardinals have not played good the past two or three weeks. Not played well. Uh, they I mean, not paint now. Anyway. Hey, I go to the bathroom. Oh, shut the fuck up. I don't know. Uh, can you? Uh, I should have just, whenever the teachers asked me, I should have just pissed my pants right there. <laughs> said, yeah. yeah, I can. Browns are going to win. Uh, they're going to they're gonna knock them off. Browns are a pretty decent team. Uh, hmm. Yeah. So I do. assume you're starting Baker Mayfield this week? Um, I mean, I probably will because who are the Lions playing? Lions are playing the Bengals. Oh. Oh. At home. Picking the Cardinals. Baker's at home, too. Me, too. Cardinals. And then you get the Raiders. Hey, yeah. 
the Raiders. Going to face the Denver Broncos. Both teams yeah. are three and two. It's kind of a toss-up, boys. Who we got? I'm taking the Raiders. Whenever it's Bron- a toss-up, Broncos. you got to go with the Raiders. Up, you gotta go with the Raiders. I, the I'm Raiders on, let me down. Last I'm with week. you. Well, Raiders. and the, they, the coach change is gonna be a different dynamic. Broncos nah. at home, it's high up there. People are high. It's I not about it's gonna be a big difference. It's not about how hard you can get here. It's about how hard you can keep <laughs> getting up. Yeah, that, that's what <laughs> it's about it, how it's, hard you get up, right? Yeah, it's about how hard you get Jesus. up. Jesus, I'm talking about dicks. Anyway, <laughs> um, the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Cowboys and Patriots. Give me the Cowboys, baby. Me too. You guys are fucking typical. <laughs> typical, typical shape. Seahawks and the Steelers. Wait, you didn't say you were going to pick. <laughs> the fuck you think I'm picking? The Patriots? Patriots. That way, it's reverse psychology. If yeah, when you go, just like you wanted. Wrong, the Patri- it's okay because the Cowboys win. But if he's right, then it's he's like you wanted the Patriots to beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl, but then you rooted for the Patriots, and they ended up losing to the Eagles. I really right. wanted the Patriots. I know what you did. The Eagles. Mm, likely story. Anyway, uh, but my fault. Steelers. Tom Brady sucks. Whatever. Yeah, Tom Brady's the reason why they he gets, lost that. He game. gets outplayed by Nick Foles. Yep. He can't catch a ball. Can't hang on to the ball in the most. I all this talk about Tom Brady being clutch in the final drive, fucking fumbles. Yeah, that's all I needed to see. Yeah, never mind the fact the defense gave up fucking forty points. To Nick Foles, blame it on Ty. Does Tom Brady play defense? No, but he okay, sure as hell you. didn't play offense. I'm not getting into this debate right now. I'm not doing this. The Eagles played defense at the end, and Brady do you want to handle. pick the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Seattle Seahawks? I'm picking well, the pick Steelers. Nick Foles. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm picking the Steelers. Um. Oh yeah, God. Geno Smith. Jeez. Geno Smith. <laughs> uh, give me the Steelers. Give me the Steelers at home. Same. Oh shit! I just got a notification. NHL regular season begins tonight. I know. Yeah, Tampa Bay, baby. Wow. Damn. Yeah. I'm going to the Bruins on Saturday. I'm going nice. to the Kraken. Crack your ass. Fill my cracker. Crack your ass. Uh, anyway. Oh, that was Sunday Night Football, but it's not worthy of a song because. God, that game's going to suck. Oh, Gino. So imagine the schedule maker saying, wow, Seahawks, Steelers game could be great. Little did I know it's fucking Big Ben on one arm and Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith. It's going to be bad. Yeah, that's injuries for you. Mm. Monday Night Football is actually a better game between the Bills and the Titans. I don't really think so. Give me the Bills. I feel like the Bills are going to run train on the Titans, bro. You know who's going to run train? Derrick Henry. Give me the Titans. Bills are frauds. Oh, please. Bills beat the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs suck. That, that doesn't matter anymore, yeah, right? It doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> Chiefs it's, like saying, it's like saying the Bills beat the Patriots. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares anymore. Jesus Christ. No, nah, Bills are going to win. Hey, well, I will who, say- who do you guys think is worse, the, the Chiefs or the Jaguars? Well, the Jaguars are in five. So mathematically, A and B. Mathematically, they're, yeah, but I think Trevor Lawrence could be better than Patrick Mahomes. 
Trevor doesn't have Tyreek. I'm sorry. I am really just trying to trigger Craig, and I know that that pissed him off. So we can move on. I got to say this, that the primetime games this year have been living up to the hype. If yeah. not exceeding the hype. So some, let's give the Steelers and Seahawks some credit. I'm not giving Big Ben any credit. Maybe it'll be like a shootout. Who knows? Gino. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Monday night, Titans. Derrick Henry puts up 69 points alone. They're going to beat Bill 69 nothing. So that's my total points. 69 nothing. <laughs> Bo. Bo. Bills. Go, Bills, go. Josh Allen is potty trained. He doesn't need a diaper anymore. It's true. Sizzling hot takes. Brought to you by Der Burgers. And the burgers are three and two. So that must mean they're good, right? They're better than the Chiefs, at least. It's It's better than like Burger King, that's for sure. Have you ever actually had a burger from Burger King? I don't like it. Bad. They're not I hate that burger, bad. burger King burgers. The, I, there's something I, like the, the taste that that grill flavor or whatever it is. It's not good. It's not I a like good it, flavor. Personally, I I tell you what, I had I never got burgers before from Burger King. I always got a chicken sandwich. Um, but I got a burger recently from Burger King, and it's pretty good. You like it? It's not bad. Well, fuck me. Yeah. Okay. My food takes aren't anything to rely on anyway. Oh. Um. Sizzling hot takes for week six. I got one. I got one. Okay. Oh, wow. I got one. Because, Glenn, I know you'll like this too. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, there's been a lot of injuries, okay, at the beginning of the season, right? My sizzling hot take this week is that Christian McCaffrey comes back from his injury. He returns straight to Christian McCaffrey form. Scores three touchdowns and has at least 150 scrimmage yards. Yeah. Let me give you a number of receptions, too. Seven receptions. Seven Uh, plus. It's weak. What? 15. 15? You sound like Craig. (laughs) <laughs> um, that's pretty good. My hot take: Tyler Heineke. Tyler, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You don't even know the guy's name. <laughs> no, I don't. With some respect. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's got to be a T. Ty- Taylor. 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 Said Tyler. It. Taylor. What the fuck ever? <laughs> what the um, fuck? Who? Taylor Heineke. My bad. Uh, I took an A out. An old yeah. Yeah. I was going to say a Y, but this is a Y in Tyler. <laughs> in Washington, I think you already know where this is going. He's going to throw for 350 yards and four passing touchdowns, and they're going to defeat the Kansas City Fraud Chiefs. All to all Craig Terry is, McLaurin. Craig is typing up an angry message to you, so who's a right Terry now. will get two, <laughs> but that's, that's, the, that's not – Completely in the hot take. I'm not. I'm not going to disrespect the Chiefs in this isn't a hot take. However, I am going to disrespect Russell Wilson for a little bit. Russell Wilson, uh, his best point total this year in fantasy has been Week One, where he scored 27.06 points. In Week Six, 
when Geno Smith goes ahead against the Pittsburgh Steelers on prime time. My hot take is that Geno Smith will have a better fantasy performance than any Russell Wilson performance this year. Geno Smith scores at least 28 points on Sunday night, and the Seahawks still lose. Damn. That? Damn, that's terrible. Damn, son. Where'd you get that? Where'd you find this? Oh, no. Um, Our table is broken. Is <laughs> so this a hot take on Gino or the Steelers? It's a hot take on Gino. But the, he still loses because I'm sticking to my pick. Steelers winning. So how Ooh. good is, is Big Ben going to be? That's the question. Well, no, it's fucking probably Najee Harris scores – 90 points by himself. On 20 receptions. There's the ball. He catches it. Yep. Pitches it back um, to Deontay. They hold hands together crossing the uh, – Oh, yeah. I forgot, I, I forgot that about that. That was uh, Sizzling Hot Takes brought to you by their burgers. Gentlemen, are the burgers good? Yes. You know it's not good? Fuck. I mean, der. Oh, my God. I'm just going to sign off. We're going to have to cancel the podcast. We have Mason dropping two R-bombs earlier. <laughs> R-bomb? And now we got Sousa not, <sighs> not knowing the cornerstone sponsor of this podcast. I would say that is much more offensive to everybody who listens to this podcast than me saying the what the Washington football team was formerly known as. What is it worse than two offenses of what you just of what you did tonight? A hundred percent. Glenn, are you with that. me? Come on. So essentially, so A does not equal B. No. Oh. Fuck off, Mason. <laughs> he keeps shining a laser in our face. I know. I'm not gonna react. It's, like to it. it's, not a imagine, imagine, it's like 2002 when, WWE. Imagine, I was gonna say. Imagine when this happened to Tom Brady. Oh, that's some P-O- P-O-B, P-O-B, you're though. Tom Brady when the laser got shined in his face at Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking sucks. Um, I wanted to, before we end off, just talk about the big uh, trade that went down in our league. Oh, let's let the listeners, trades. Let's let the listeners decide on this trade. Also, if you've made it this far in the episode, I thank you. I appreciate you. And I love you. Um, that was really nice, Susan. Oh, yeah. It really yeah, spoke if, to me. If you're still you listening, said? said what? Now I'm going to kick your butt twice as hard. Nice. Um, so, Jake Fryer, one of, um, I'm not going to say, one of the most hated owners in our league. He's definitely one of the owners that people root against the most. Along with Craig, back-to-back two-time champion. Um, made a deal this past week before week five. And this deal consisted of Craig trading away Antonio Brown, Miles Sanders, Brandon Ayuk, and Nicholas Chubb. Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, and A.J. Dillon. I just want to, Susan, what's your reaction to this? Because I know you're in the middle of the trade talks. 
How'd you feel about this when you saw the notification? Yeah, I was in trade talks with Craig. He has cursed me out about it personally. So it's not an act for the league. He really genuinely called me a penis. But what I hated to see when I saw that green check mark was, hey, Craig, if you're listening, although I did decline the trade that morning, I was still thinking about it. Mm. You, said, was, you said to sleep on it. I was looking at my phone, thinking about, like, should I, should I go back in on this trade? And then I saw the, the notification green check mark. And the worst part about it was it was – I saw Friar's team name. I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> And on top of that, to make matters worse, Fryer seemed to get a bigger haul than I would have. Uh, uh, Maybe. That, debatable, debatable. But I guess the one thing I would say was I think um, – I don't know. I don't know. Who won the trade, Suva? Oh, Jake won the trade. trade. What the fuck? Fryer? I'm sorry, are you Shuza? I don't care. I have to interject. Okay. Jake won Fryer, the trade. God, Susan, sorry. Fryer, I think, won the trade from the standpoint that it helped his team a lot better than it helped Craig's team. I agree with that. But think I about think it this my... way. Think about it this way. Uh, Fryer doesn't make that trade. Who the fucker is running backs right now? Nobody. Trey Serban, who's a bust. It's Elijah 106's show. And, so it's almost uh, like it. AJ Dillon, it would have been. Craig should have been the Celtics and stood pat. Hmm. Interesting. And then Craig received Calvin Ridley, who has personal issues, put up a goose egg last week. So he's a bitch. Amari Cooper, so who's, who's good, but he only got 13 points, which is like 10 less than Chubb. Oh, come on. Chubb had a great game before that. Kareem Hunt was stealing all his goal line carries. Chubb had his best game this year because Fryer has him. <laughs> My oh, other thought when I so it's just gonna continue. <laughs> I know. The thought that I had, all right, I'll make this short and sweet now. When I saw the trade, I was like, fuck, Fryer has Chubb now. And the other side was Craig's team would have been better if I had accepted it than had he done this trade with Fryer. So in that respect, I don't hate that the champion is worse off that I rejected his trade which is probably why he wanted to do it with me before Fryer, but after I backed out, he had no choice. So um, I guess I'm all right with it. The only thing I'm not all right is now Fryer has a fighting chance. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like that aspect of it. And here's the thing. It's always when two people that you don't care for in the league trade with each other, you're not as mad as it because you feel like one person won the side of the deal. In this instance, after one week, it looks like Jake has won that deal with the performance of Nick Chubb, after Bill Brown, week. after one week. We'll, we'll keep going. We'll talk about this as – because this is a big deal. This is this is a league-changing deal. The amount of players, the profile of these players, this can change the outcome of a league. Um, so we're going to revisit this in the future, see how it's going week-to-week on a week-to-week basis. We'll talk about it in the group chat. Um, Craig and, and Fryer. I've made it known. They're my 1A and 1B of people who I do not want to win this year. And obviously, Fryer for the rivalry that we've had for over the past decade. And Craig winning in back-to-back years. You don't want to have Craig winning again this year. So I'm okay with them trading. If one person gets the better side of the deal, 
It's kind of like, whatever. Doesn't matter to me. It's not going to, at the end yeah. of the day, it's only what I can control. And I can control my team as far as the moves that I make and putting players into my lineup. I'm not going to, I obviously it sucks for guys like Panacho because if they don't make that trade, Panacho has another victory under his belt because obviously Panacho yeah, facing Jake last everyone week. Everyone in that trade went off for Fryer. Right. So that, that's Sanders, sucks. I guess. Yeah. I will um, say I gotta mention my trade because I don't I don't think Mason has heard it and most of the league hasn't. Glenn did though. The trade with me would have been Mike Evans, DJ Moore, Van Jefferson for Antonio uh, Chubb, Antonio Brown, and Emmanuel Sanders. So Craig still would have had Miles Sanders at the very least, and then Justin Jefferson, Mike Evans, DJ Moore, and uh, whoever his fourth receiver would be. That's why I think his tra- his side would have been better because he still would have had at least a running back. I agree with that. But mm. I declined it on the on the potential inconsistencies of Antonio Brown and Emmanuel Sanders, but they both had monstrous games last week. And had I had them, I would have had an even bigger week. So I, I regret it a little bit. You still but won. luckily I still Shut won. up. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily. Um, the only thing I want to say about about this trade, I think that Craig won. I mean uh Jake won personally. Um, and, uh, also to Jake, uh, I just want to say, fuck you, because I don't know how the fuck you knew that Keenan Allen was going to suck ass and Mike Williams is going to be good this year. Oh, this has nothing to do um, with the trade. No, yeah, it has yeah, nothing yeah, to do yeah. with the trade. Literally nothing. Just wanted to say, fuck you. Happy birthday. That's it. Oh yeah. Happy birthday. Dude, That's Mike it. Williams, <laughs> wide receiver I'm one, done. averages 20 I've points. Had enough. Mike Williams. Fuck Mike Williams. Mike Williams, fuck, who had... Fuck Fryer, who knew he was going to be good. I'm tired of this shit. He scored yeah, one. He didn't have a fucking last we, dropped, we all had a chance to grab Mike Williams, and we said no. So don't act like it's some Fryer yeah, fucking genius. Is, the difference is that he's on Jake's team, and Mike Williams has been injured every single year, except this year because Fryer drove to fucking Los Angeles in the offseason, and he said... Hey, you know that titanium alloy they gave Lieutenant Dan in uh, in Forrest Gump? Well, Mike, I'm giving you some of that shit. And now, Mike Williams is half robot. He's not even fucking human. And he's just pumping out points for Jake. And also, Jake turned Justin Herbert into a sleeper agent who only throws the ball to Mike Williams. That is my headcanon that I'm fucking sticking with. You can pen that down. How many, how many points did Keenan Allen get last week? Ten. That's Stop it. That. That's Stop all that. he's got all year. I mean, just, yeah, but that's not what I drafted him for. I know. Got drafted. The fact that Mike Williams scored 1.6 last two weeks ago and is the uh, wide receiver one just goes to show you how big his games have been. He dude, two of his touchdowns that he scored last week, there wasn't a dude within 20 yards of him. He's just wide open. Like yeah, because they're all covering Keenan Allen because Jake paid off the corners. That's right. Every single he paid game. off every corner in the league. Double cover Keenan Allen. <laughs> his players and Jake's benefit. a fucking mafia boss. Just paid yeah, off. he is. He is. His dad, with his real estate business, has all these connections. He's networking. I sound like Alex Jones. I'm just, losing my mind. Just so he can make like $700 at the end of the year. Before I say that they're putting chemicals that are turning the frogs gay, we gotta end this. I, I gotta, I gotta stop. I'm losing my mind. Mike Williams, who has had four seasons prior to this, last year finished as wide receiver 46. The year before that, wide receiver 39. The year before that, 32. 
this year one yeah right and now what's the what is the common thread wasn't on friar's team now yep. he is now he is fuck him you don't I mean, make this stuff up. There's still plenty of season left. He still has a chance to be wide receiver 49. It's true. He would have Unlikely. to get hurt. He would Unlikely. have to have that one point week every single week. Anyway. Good up. Good. Yeah. This guy's fly out of me pants, too. That's that. Week week six is upon us. Cowboys Patriots. It's gonna be a fun weekend. And guys, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye bye. Thank you.